0: Tasty. Too tasty. Listen, y'all going to get this podcast. Like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoff. This podcast ain't going nowhere. When speaking of celebrities, meaning actors, musicians, artists, athletes, etc. It will only be in relation to real life and how I may apply celebrity situations to real life situations. Tasty Topics is not a celebrity gossip podcast. Any celebrity business discussed on my podcast would be after it has already been made public. I'm not here to create or spread rumors with no proof or merit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, tasters. Welcome to my table and to another tasty episode of my show. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) I am coming off of one of the nicest staycations that I've had in a long time. Yes, first, I want to immediately shout out um, my peoples for letting me end my staycation with a bang. Not even letting me, making sure that I ended my staycation with a bang. My very favorite aunt on the planet, my Aunt Ridski, my cousin Silky Slim, and my beautiful friend Summer. Oh, we went to brunch. Hey, I finally had one of those birthday brunches, tasters. They made sure that the girls came out with the, um, you know, the placards that like the boxing girls. They say happy birthday with the sparkler and a dessert. And we had a nice time. So um, shout out to the DJ at the brunch spot that we were at. It's called Brooklyn Tequila. If anybody's from Brooklyn, it's right on Bedford Avenue. It used to be the old Bedford Hall. I ain't gonna lie, I liked it better when it was Bedford Hall, especially as far as looks. Like, Bedford Hall was like a real nice, antique y looking place, like Brownstone, Brooklyn. And whoever took this place over, you know, they changed the whole aesthetic, and it's fine, but it was still fun, you know? It's brunch. You know, chicken and waffles. I had oxtail and grits for the first time. That was good. Look, as soon as we get on, I'm talking about food. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of, like, taste. This is going to be a taste experience today. Some good, some that leave a bad taste in the mouth. But, yeah, it's definitely going to be tasty. So, yeah, that was my, um, I was off four week for my birthday and it felt good. It was a lot that I had plan you know as far as ambitions as far as you know getting shit done taking care of business and I did absolutely none of it but um I did enjoy myself from my shindig at the TWA hotel to another night me and my girls went out for karaoke we had a blast at a place called Eve's Lounge in Brooklyn look I shout out a lot of places right You know, when you listen to me, you got to get your memo pad ready, either your phone memo or actual pen and paper, because I'm going to give you some spots. So that's Eve's Lounge on Washington Avenue in Brooklyn. Really good food. Look, you know, who thinks about food when they go to karaoke? Me, I do. I think about food when I go to karaoke. And at Eve's Lounge, the food is really hot, tasty, fresh, made to order. Shout out to the chef. I got a little peek at him, too. It was It's one of them situations where you could get a gander at the chef from the kitchen, see what he looked like. It seemed like chef was kind of fine. But, you know, I was trying to concentrate on my food and what songs I wanted to select. And it was a, a really... Nice experience. Eve's is not a big place, but it's really cute. Um, the staff lets you just get as raunchy as you want. And speaking of raunchy, just to let you know, this episode is definitely about to get raunchy. And um, they don't have an issue if you select certain songs. We did have one patron, though. It was so funny. He looks like he's a regular. And, you know, my girls, they had picked out a song by Glorilla. You know Glorilla's lyrics. She goes there. And he kind of... It's like taking aback, back. But this is a man who wanted to um, sing stuff like Harry Belafonte, you know, rest in peace, the Banana Boat song, shit like that. And I was his backup singer. Like, yeah, don't make faces. Like, we all here to have a good time, you know, as long as we don't go too far. And, yeah, this episode is going to be about going too far. I'm warning you. Yeah, it's going to get explicit. And um, let's talk about my mentals, my mentals. Mentally. I'm in a decent space. It ain't perfect, but I feel good because I've been surrounded by so many friends and having events, like, experiences. Speaking of experiences, ooh, shout out to my girl, Rosie, for president. She linked us into a Louis Vuitton slash Hennessy experience in the city this past Friday that was freaking amazing. It was... Well, it was all around, based around a designer that I'd never heard of named Kim Jones. You know, he's a product designer, I guess, a clothing designer. And what he's done is design a bottle for Hennessy, like the VSOP bottle. And it's a limited edition bottle. You can look it up. The designer's name is Kim Jones. And you could probably look up the Hennessy experience. It was beautiful. Um... We won prizes. My girl Rosie won one of the best prizes of all. They gave out, um, it, it was like a raffle. They had videographers there that was letting you do like little mini videos. So you feel like a rock star and they sent it to your email. And when you post it, the videos were so dope. Videos that you can highlight and save forever. It's a nice time. We all ate at a real old school like, look, another look, antique-y, vintage-looking Chinese restaurant in the city. Get your pens out. It's called Tipsy Shanghai, another Yelp bookmark that I che- checked off. It's a place that I had saved in my bookmarks for a long time, and we got to experience it. And the food was good. The waitress was hilarious. They treat you nice. They were very hospitable and really big portions. I like this. It's, um again... Old school Chinese cuisine with the porcelain dishes. When you order wonton soup, they're not giving you those little teacups of wonton soup. It's a really big, giant bowl. The bowl of wonton soup they bought out because they bought them one by one. My bowl was so big, I thought it was for me and my girl Trilly. I was like, this is for us to share, right? And the waitress was like, no, that's for you. And then they brought her bowl out. And it was like, you all ain't playing in tipsy Shanghai. So that's where my mentors are. I'm just so grateful to be surrounded by positive energy everybody's just having fun and um the only thing that's messing with my mentals a little bit it's like what happened to the good weather like even as I'm recording this it has been raining cats and dogs for days even um my brunch this Sunday rain 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 we've we had a little thunder earlier but they say April showers bring may flowers and as far as my body adi, adi um I'm ashamed of myself There was a outfit that I intended to wear that I'd ordered from this very cute little boutique that um, I get clothing items from on Instagram. You can follow them. It's called Soul Luxe, S-E-W-E-L-U-X-E. Soul Luxe has never failed me. Anything that I've ever worn from Soul Luxe. It's a black owned boutique by young black women and they sell some of the sexiest like rompers are one of my favorite articles of clothing because I love the way my body looks in a romper well I used to I used to and um I'm putting on my pretty electric blue Solux romper I got in it but there's a zipper on the romper a side zipper. Side zippers are not my friend. I feel like I'm better off with a back zipper, especially with the weight that I've gained. Well, anyway, I put my romper on and I got it up. I got it on, up and on. Couldn't zip it. Had my cousin Silky Slim try to help me out. Um, Thank you, Dr. Buttercup. You tried. And it was an epic fail. The zipper got stuck and then it popped. And then I couldn't get the outfit off. I was going to sit in it, but... My cousin talked me out of it. She said, no, you can't sit at brunch in that." I was like, well, I'll keep my jacket on my sweater. No, no, no. So I had to come back in the house and actually cut my fat ass out of the outfit with a pair of scissors. When you've gained weight to the point where you need a pair of scissors to remove yourself from an outfit, that's when things are out of control. And that's where I'm at with my body, yaddy, yaddy. Things are out of control. And I'm still in a lot of physical pain. And I am going to tell on myself, I didn't make it to one doctor's appointment this week. I had scheduled appointments, to, um, you know, so I could talk to my doctor about the sciatic nerve pain and, you know, all this other stuff that's going on with me. Um, And I didn't go. And I got nobody to blame but myself. But moving right along, I um, this is not a boxing session against myself. And um, I need to say immediately, rest in peace to the original ringmaster, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, talk show host, former mayor of a town. I'm not sure which town, but I know he was the mayor of someplace. Jerry Springer has left us. And he has definitely left us with laughs, memories, a legacy. Um, Jerry Springer was one of the first Ratchet talk shows i remember jerry was so openly blatantly ratchet that there were times if he had a guest on the show and things got a bit serious the audience would just get bored and start chanting go to oprah go to oprah <laughs> those are my memories of jerry springer i remember an episode that was so crazy this is before we knew about things being staged And we believed in the shit that was going on. There was a man who had a disorder. He was cheating on his wife. And he was actually cheating on her with food. He had an eating disorder. All he wanted to do was eat. And I'll never forget this episode of Jerry Springer. He was arguing, this man that we're talking about was arguing with his wife on stage about their marriage falling apart because of his love of food. So Jerry had some stagehands wheel out a six-foot Subway sandwich onto the stage and the wife started crying and she said it's either me or the sandwich and I'll never forget that that man jumped on the sandwich (laughs) so again rest in peace to the ringmaster that is actually a comedy film that Jerry Springer starred in years ago it was really funny and um, again he left us with some wild memories and as he would say take care of yourselves And each other. I should have left that for the end of this episode. That would have been super cool, right? So anyway, that's where my mentors are. My body, I rest in peace to Jerry Springer. You know, we losing a lot of people back to back, left and right. And it's like, sheesh. You know? That's one thing that don't stop. But they said death don't take no days off. (sighs) What brings us to the table today? Speaking of my birthday... There's a page that I follow on Instagram. I've been following them for years now. Um, It's a festival page. They travel. And I am not going to say their name. But let's just say that it rhymes with choker. So we're going to call this page Choker Fest. And I've been following Choker Fest for quite some time now. And they go everywhere. They actually were supposed to be in Colombia this week, if I'm not mistaken, the country of Colombia. Somehow or another, that didn't happen. And they ended up in the U.S. in a red state. I'm just going to say that. And, um,. I follow Choker Fest because they look like they have a good time. Like I love to party. I love to fet. I'm a soca junkie. I've been to Trinidad. You know what I'm saying? I've been to Miami Carnival. I've actually put on costume and fet. I love to get dirty. I love to whine. I love to drink all the good shit. Um And I thought that, you know, Caribbean vets were some of the most turned up affairs ever. Um Apparently not because Chokerfest again was in a red state this weekend, a red state that's going to remain nameless. You can look it up, put two and two together. And, um, what I saw was very much outside of what I am used to when I fed with my Caribbean people or when I party in the Caribbean. Um... My boy, Lauren, shout out to him. He's the reason why I'm doing this tasty topic. Get ready. It's about to get X-rated. Shared me a video. First, let me rewind. I was seeing posts this weekend saying, "Mm, So that's why people wanted to come to, let's just call it Mars. Because the shit that was going on at this fest, they should have been on Mars. Um... People were putting up posts like, so that's why everybody wanted to come to Mars this weekend, huh? And um, I didn't get it. I was like, okay. So Choker fest went to Mars instead of Columbia. And my boy Lawrence shared a video to me. And I pressed play immediately. It was just a few seconds long. I said, like, what could possibly go wrong in a few seconds? I see people in the thumbnail and bikinis and... You know, I see a man looking like he's in that that stance, you know, with the arm up in the air. I'm like, okay, this looks like fun. I pressed play and tasted as I wasn't ready. There was a gentleman getting his swim trunk snatched down by several women. Yes, several. And they were slobbing his knob. Yeah, they were all taking turns sucking this man's dick. Slop, 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 slop. -hmm. On camera, in front of the world, in the broad of the daylight. No one looked nervous. No one was hiding their faces. And this was going on in Mars, on Mars. Then, that was about seven to eight seconds long. Then it cuts to another few seconds of a young man. With a woman in his face, munching, because that's the word they call it now, feeding pussy, <laughs> munching her box through her white bikini. And that lasted a few seconds. And the final few seconds was footage of a young woman who looked like she was trying to compete with a, a real vacuum cleaner, like an actual... Handheld back the way she was munching on the box of a woman who appeared to have some sort of creamy whiteness all across her vaginal area. I don't know if it was whipped cream. I don't know if it was shell. I don't know what it was, but all I know is I'm glad that I've never given any of my money to Choker Fest. That shit is not for me. In the 39-second video that I watched, and I shared it to a couple of friends to get their opinions, and they felt just like me. That's not lit. It's not a vibe. That's not what I was looking for. And this is the issue that I have with pages like this. Tell the truth about what's going on. Because the shit that I saw in that 39-second video footage, and now I'm getting it while they're talking about it and posting, and making memes out of it. It's the type of stuff that you hear goes on at, like, Hedo. You know, these are the type of things that you do at, like, Adele, like, turn up X-rated resorts. Nude resorts. Shit like that. I cannot believe that there is a state red state in the U S that some shit like this was going on. And you know what? I was just floored because again, you see so many posts, positive posts, and everybody's just so, you know, woke and positive. How woke are you when you are on camera, swapping spit post COVID? We just off COVID. You got people, a handful of people still walking around with masks on. They just lifted the regulations and you are on your knees in broad daylight, taking turns, swapping spit and sucking dick out in the open where everybody can see. And the reason why I brought this up and I found it particularly, um, Ironic is because they're about to drop a documentary on Hulu regarding the old Freakniks from back in the days. Remember when Freaknik got started? I don't know when Freaknik started, but at Freaknik's crazy height from the maybe like 89 through like maybe 93, 94, Freaknik was wild. They even used to have, um, Freaknik was like, they used to have these videos called Girls Going Wild too. That was like white girls turning up. And the documentary has been making a lot of noise. It hasn't dropped yet. Again, it's coming out on Hulu because you had a few women who are now my age, a little older, some a little younger, who, you know, they've reached their their height, their status, their zenith in life. You know, these women are career women, mothers, wives, you know, making good money, taking care of themselves, or really have... um Positions in life where if any footage from Freak Nick and them got out, they feel like it could possibly ruin their lives. Fuck they shit up. Maybe they'll be judged for it. And these are people worried about shit that went on. Maybe 30 years ago and better. Before any form of social media. There was no Instagram, no Facebook, no Snapchat, no none of it. There weren't even cell phones. People were freaking off in Freaknik days when pages was still a thing. Nobody had phones. Only people that had phones was doctors and dope dealers. And again, back in those days, excuse me, <coughs> Freaknik. People were recording on actual video cameras. That's when people was walking around. You ever see the memes of Aretha Franklin with well, her handheld, handy cam, recording everything? Oh, I would love to see what was on Aretha's um. Little handy cam back then. Isn't that what they called it? And you got people that were worried about the footage that was going on at Freak Nick when they didn't even have cell phones. So I just find it crazy. Again, the irony. Everybody's all in uproar about what they're going to show on this Hulu documentary. And these women better watch out. You got a couple of women that spoke out because they're nervous about what could, you know, they feel like they saw images with themselves in it and what could possibly get out about who they were back then and what they were up to. These people are really concerned about this. But again, in 2023, on the planet of Mars at Choker Fest, Nobody was concerned about being caught on camera with Slob and Drew running down their faces, licking clits and spreading people open and eating them down to the nerve cells. Yeah, that's the type of shit that went on on Mars this weekend. And it's just like I said, it it, it kind of like blew minds because I've been following this page again for quite some time. And when you go online looking at their packages, because they actually travel. Like I said, the, where they actually went this weekend was was stateside, and that was not what I'm used to seeing with them. I'm used to them going to very exotic places. They go to the Caribbean. They go to the Latin nations. You know, they go to so many different places. Put it like this: From what I see, if you've been with Chokerfest, you are definitely going to get your passport stamps up. But um, they're even going to Africa next year, apparently. Can you imagine? There's a bunch of black folk in bathing suits and bikinis in big Africa. Just sucking dick and sharing dick. I ain't gonna lie to you, this I was actually disappointed. And um, again, it's because I follow them. And I feel like they're not making potential travelers and followers aware that these are the goings on. And let me um read you the comment of someone who posted on their page because it's getting talked about. He said, and I quote, first off, this ain't a church event. It ain't no cookout with your grandparents and your children. We in this thing, and that's how he spelled it, we in this thing with high energy. Doing hood rat things with our friends, laughing out loud. If you ain't with that, please stay home, non-management. And you know what? I, will, I won't be staying home. I'm never going to stay home. But what I will not be doing is spending my money for any choker fest getaways. And again, let me explain why I keep getting off of where I'm going with it. When you go online and you look at their deals and they talk about these trips and the imagery that they post. Because the video that I saw was not from their page. People are sharing these videos. Apparently, Twitter has become a big porn site. I didn't know that. I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it and I'm never on it. And um, people are sharing this imagery on Twitter. They're passing it around. Um, my boy Lawrence sent it to my WhatsApp. And that's not the imagery that's shown when you go on their page. Let me tell you something. Yeah, when you go on the ChokerFest page, they tell you about um, room rates, you know, the resorts that the events are going to be taking place at. You know, all the fun stuff. You go on their page and you see people running around on the beach twerking, you know, dancing, doing shots. You'll see a couple of images of men throwing women on their shoulders and splashing around in the pool and having a real nice time. You know, they even show one time where they were somewhere in the Caribbean and they were playing games and you might've seen a woman or two getting smacked on the booty or somebody doing the shots. You know how you put the, you do do the motorboat and pouring some champagne on somebody's boobs or whatever. That's about as much as the Choker Fest page shows. And I've actually never seen any crazy imagery on any of the sites, not hashtag or nobody sharing it around. I just wonder what happened this weekend on Mars. What came over everybody? And that's something that I wanted to discuss too. So like I said, I feel like, um, let's, let me go backwards a little bit. There should be a better vetting process. You got to prep your people, your followers, your potential, um, revelers, that's what they call them in the Caribbean, people that might want to travel with you, you let them know that this is what's going to be going on or could possibly be going on. A real vetting process. I want to shout out to um, my Heart of Soft podcast family. They have some of the sexiest play parties ever. I've only been to one and then I've heard about the others and they actually, I've been to two adult events. One was just a, a nice Halloween party, but it was definitely for grown-ups only. And then they had a play party. They have a real vetting process. You get an email, they ask you questions, they talk to you about what could possibly go on and they want to know what you can and can't handle. You know, how vanilla are you? Are you vanilla or do you like a lot of sprinkles? You, you know, you like sprinkles or do you love nuts? What about a cherry on top of your Sunday? You know, they ask these questions and they let you know that these are the things that will happen. So, you know, um, to just post that shit about, you know, this ain't no cookout with your grandma and granddad. And we doing hood rat shit with our friends. Again, I'm just very, very happy that I never went on any of their trips. And you know what blew my mind? Where they were. I told you they were in a red state of all the stuff of reds of really look just think of one of the most redneck red states that um, hee haw ass states that you can just it can be any state I'm not gonna give it away but it just was like a shock to me because you know these red states and it's definitely along what they called the Bible Belt you know they're supposed to be so conservative and so concerned about what goes on behind everybody's closed doors and they actually allowed some shit like this to go on out in the open and i know you some of my tasters that are listening are probably shocked. like not you not you stella belafonte are you judging yeah i am i am because the shit that i saw going on and then like i said with the shit that they're complaining about being worried over with the freak nick documentary coming up it's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Which one is it? Are we concerned about our reputations and our careers and um, saving face? Or we just don't give a fuck? And from what I saw in that 39 second video, these motherfuckers didn't give a fuck. Let me tell you something about um, my boy, Have I Ever. I've done a lot. Boy, have I ever. But when I tell you, boy, I will never, you will never catch Stella Belafonte. I don't care my age now, or 20 years back. I don't give a fuck if I go to the gym every day and end up with one of the sexiest bodies in New York City, and I can't wait to show it to everybody. You are not going to catch me on my knees, on camera, sucking no man's dick outside where everybody can see me going back and forth. Yeah, something about that, it just really bothered me because I feel like can't tell me that everybody that was in this footage is single. Every dick that was out there swinging ain't single. And every woman that was on her knees and choking down some next woman's saliva and some man's nut on camera. You can't tell me that these were all single people. But you know what? I did see a lot going on drinking. And that fucks with me because I feel like I like to drink. People probably go on my Instagram like, damn, Stella do a lot of drinking. I do. I do. I invite. But I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a drunk. I don't have drunk tendencies. Yeah, I've been wasted. But that's not my lifestyle. And I'm not one of those people that uses getaways as an excuse to get so drunk that I just lose myself and get stupid and just forget who I am as a woman and lose all my self-respect. I can guarantee that there was at least three, four women in this imagery. That if you were to go on their Instagram pages. If you knew who they were personally. That put a post about being a lady. And what they ain't gonna have from a nigga. And what they would never do. And what they expect. And how they want to be treated. And this is the type of shit you doing out in public. I was just blown that the shit didn't happen overseas. I'm telling you. This is if you get a chance. Like I said. This site rhymes with choker. Choker Fest, and they were in the United States, and it was all weekend long, and they got filthy, dirty, dirty. Like I said, there was a young woman that was munching a box. It's like she was trying to keep up with with a handheld vacuum cleaner. And this is just in the wide open. You know, and everybody's not up there with me as far as age. I'm sure some of these people are college students. And we live in a world now where once everything goes online, it stays there. What they said, once it has hit the multiverse, you can forget about deleting it. You got freak nickers. People who went to freak nick back in the days that's worried about what the fuck is going to be shown. And nobody this weekend gave a goddamn about what could possibly be shown to the world after all the shit that went on. I'm just floored. And then, like I said, I feel like certain shit is not for the states. I feel like there's certain behavior that actually belongs on resorts overseas. And let me tell you another thing that I had a big issue with, the recording part of it. Like I said, I've been to play parties. I've been to adult affairs. And it was not okay. It's like it was never even a thought to have your phones out recording people having fun and, you know, doing them. Let's just say I, I, I take the the, the, the the false prudishness out of this whole thing and say, you know what, fuck it. They was having a good time. It was, you know, like he said, this ain't your you know, picnic with your grandparents. Um, Why am I being recorded? Let's just see. you know what, For shits and giggles, I'm going to put myself in it. Let's just say Stella did decide that she was going to go to some wild shit like that and get down on a dick in front of everybody. I would really probably want to fight the person who was just standing over me, recording me. And that's what I think bothered me. It fucked with me the most. When you look at the imagery from this past weekend's Choker Fest, you can tell that this was... These weren't sneak pics. This wasn't like a little... Oh, let me just get a little footage and see... You know, just to show off to my friends. You can tell that whoever these people were that were recording... Were just standing there blatantly outright recording. They didn't give a shit about nobody's privacy. And um, they didn't have to because there was no modesty being shown. So, if you in into shit like that... Go online and follow Choker Fest. Um, My girlfriend, she sent me a message. She was saying she was wondering... If this will ruin things for Choker Fest in the future, and the sad part is probably not, it'll probably make people more interested in going and um, but like I was telling her, they will probably tighten up like if these states got wind of what goes on at this place because the thing is, when you run these type of businesses, this shit don't just happen off of air. Or for nothing. You have to be established. People have to trust you and believe you. You have to get permits. Licenses. You have to make requests to hold events like this. In these towns. Somebody's running this page. So. If it's Stella Belafonte's event. And I'm taking everybody. Let's just say to Venus. We're going to get off Mars. And I throw a big event in, in, in Mars. And everybody's turning up. I mean in Venus, on Venus having a good time. Being sexy. Um. I wouldn't want everybody to um go that crazy with it unless it was okay. And let me tell you, Jesus, the state that these people were in, the planet that they were on, I promise you, it wasn't okay. And this leads me into, as far as the freaky shit and the fun, I think I am going to title this podcast something along those lines. Like, you know, Are we having fun? Are we freaking off? Or is it a FET? Because I feel like Caribbean FETs, especially for those who don't know and don't go, and they only see the footage on television or online, Caribbean FETs get a bad rap. They're called raunchy, primitive, just a bunch of niggas walking around half naked had damn near having sex on the dance floor that's the, the rap that a lot of um caribbean fets went let me tell you something they i've been to trinidad again i've been to miami carnival been to trinidad twice a fet i'm a soca junkie and take it down but you know what i've never experienced in any fete or Any Caribbean festival that I've ever been to, I've never seen nobody standing in the broad day, getting a blowjob, outright with the sunshine on them, eating nobody's pussy. Nobody with their ass cheeks spread open or rubbing it all over anybody's face. It has not happened, ever. And, um, I want to send a special, um... I don't know if it should be a prayer or, you know, just some words of encouragement. And um, that's why I put the disclaimer in the beginning of this episode. Because apparently Chance the Rapper is in hot water with his old lady, with his wife. Because he went to Jamaica Carnival very recently. And um, everybody's shopping around this one clip of him whining on a woman who's in costume. They're outside where everybody can see it's a crowd, and she's backing it up on them and everybody went crazy. Oh, look at her, look at the look, look how she cutting the eyes at them. Um it's it's carnival. And I gotta be real with you, it's Jamaica. Jamaica never had carnival before. They just started. Jamaica Carnival is probably only about three years old. So what we saw a chance to wrap up to, on the road in Jamaica at Carnival was very tame compared to the things that go on at the big one. Look, the big boy, the greatest show on earth, Trinidad. And even still, it's nothing compared to the shit that I saw going on at fest And the reason why, like I said, I want to give words of encouragement. I don't really think that anything that Chance did was that bad. But what I didn't stand on, and I had to apologize because I had made a comment on a site regarding what he was doing. He was dancing again. He was with a, a nice um female with a rip look, a female look. I'm talking like dudes now. He was with a sexy female with a nice juicy booty and all the body out. But she was in costume and she was backing it up on him. And I remember I made a comment saying, but it's carnival. And then there were a lot of people that were saying, so what? You know, you had people that were like, you know, it's the culture. One person made a comment and they made so much sense. They said, You got to stop telling, leaving messages directing it to Chance's wife that she shouldn't be mad because it's the culture. It's not her culture. Chance the rapper is not from the Caribbean and neither is his wife, and they don't understand. So, here's the issue that I have with Chance the rapper and what he did if it did upset his wife. It should have been explained. Before he jumped up and found himself at Jamaica Carnival. Maybe they should have did some research. Went online. You know, looked at some imagery from um, Jamaica. Looked at um parties from look Brooklyn. All over the Caribbean. Because, you know, we have the biggest Caribbean parade on the planet. um, And ask some questions. Talk to your lady. What's okay? What's acceptable? Because that's something that Caribbean people actually do. Caribbean couples. They talk about it. Talk about it because it's called, you know, in Trinidad, they call it the road. You even got couples that say, I can't be on the road with you. You know, I'll meet you up at the end of the road when, when road is over. And then we'll have a good time together. But you do you, I'm going to do me. I don't want to hear about it. My boy Lyrical, he's a, a soca artist, uh, you know, that did a song about it. And it's beautiful. You you can look it up. And um, he talks about that couples that can't fit together, but they know what time it is. See, Chance's wife didn't know what to expect. She didn't know that she was going to ever open up her laptop or turn on her phone and see her husband um, all wide-eyed, wide-eyed with his mouth dropped. And you know what? I think that's another issue that I did have with Chance. That would have pissed me off. It wasn't even just that she was having a good time at Carnival with a woman with an ass on, on him. It was the OMG. I can't believe face. I don't want to ever catch my man with that face at any event or any affair with any other woman but me. And that's the face he had. And I'm going to be real with you. I think that face is probably what pissed his wife off more than anything because it pissed me off. Like, close your mouth. Look, put your eyebrows down. look, Relax your facial mus- muscles. I know this is wild, but come on. And then you know what? As they say sensory overload. Maybe it was too much and he couldn't handle it. But is it so bad that his marriage should be, you know, in a rocky, shaky place because of it, you know? Again. Is it freak Nick? Is it a fet? Are we just freaking off? Yeah, I think I like that for a title. And um going backwards again to this choker fest, um, I just feel like people use alcohol as an excuse. To just get ridiculous and not remember any of their behavior. Like you got a saying in the Caribbean, you worst behavior, be on your worst behavior. And like I said, I've been on my most paint-throwing, mud-throwing, ass-shaking worst behavior. But I've never been on my knees with a dick down my throat on camera for the world to see. And nobody's fat. And nobody's carnival. And again, I feel like carnivals and fets, people need to stop looking down their noses at it, judging what goes on, talking about the people in the Caribbean, calling them savages. I've heard some of the wildest shit. I think I saw that in a comment. People were like, well, you know, it's a more primitive type of culture. The way that they party, it's way different than the way Americans party. I'm like, primitive? Are you shitting? Well, I know the shit that I saw going on at Choker Fest was looking pretty goddamn primitive to me. It wasn't even looking primitive. It was looking like a whole total, just, it it was a sex party. And honestly, like I said, I'm so glad that I did not spend my money booking any events with them. Because if that's what really goes on, again, that ain't a vibe for me. Taking turns, blowing some dude down. Um just letting random women put their mouth on my stuff. And haven't they heard the studies? Taste this. How many of you all are aware of the recent study that there are people being diagnosed lately with throat cancer? And the direct cause the at the root of it is oral sex. Look, and performing oral sex. And I can't imagine that um performing oral sex on people you just met at random um, getaway events can make the situation any better. Like I had no idea that oral sex could lead to throat cancer, and that's what is specifically throat cancer. Look it up if you think I'm bullshitting. So here it is. They just dropped this study by researchers, actual doctors, medical professionals, that oral sex, whatever's going on with oral sex, if you ain't careful, Look, unprotected oral sex is leading to throat cancer. You got motherfuckers They're just. I, I know y'all probably like if she say that shit one more time. I because it was just very wild to me. So, te- says I want to know. You, you know, send it to me in at gmail.com. mizironbox at gmail dot com. That's m i z i r o n b o x at gmail dot com. Do you feel like I'm being super judgy this episode? Do you feel like what goes on at um? Festivals and parties like that. Like, that should just be okay. Like, what's the problem? What's the big deal? What's my issue? You know? Am I being approved? If I am, tell me. Let me know. Because I don't feel like I am. Like I said, it's just that I wasn't ready. I. What's the word? The term secondhand embarrassment. When I was looking at especially the women in that little footage that I saw, I had secondhand embarrassment for them. Because I feel like, again, everybody looked like they had a drink in their hand, a cup in their hand. Everybody looked kind of wild-eyed. Fuck drinks. I feel like with that type of shit, it had to be a lot of molly popping going on. Because you can't pay me to believe that everybody just gets so turned up off of liquor that this is the shit that they're doing. And if you do, people, you need to slow down. I said, we just came off of COVID. 2023 is really the first year since COVID broke out in 2020 in the U.S. where there's no mandates. You know, they, they lowered the regulations about vaccines. You don't have to walk around with masks on. So it's like the minute that you took the mask off, now you're going to take your drawers off and just screw everybody and let everybody put their mouth on you, putting everybody's dick in your mouth potentially putting yourself at risk for throat cancer and you know what was really nutty to me was just a wild thought that's what i saw in 39 second clip imagine what really went on imagine the shit that was happening off camera you know i just saw a whole lot of oral sex going on what was going down in those hotel rooms but you know what that's it hotel rooms is fine what you do in your hotel room is your business. Or at an exotic resort is your business. But in a red state, on camera, outside, in front of everybody. And this was um, actually a weekend-long event with Choker Fest. I think everybody got to Mars on Friday. I know I keep saying Mars. Keep up. I don't really mean the planet of Mars. Of course not. But I'm not going to give away the state that they were in. A state that I'm actually shocked allowed this. But I bet you it won't happen again. I feel like after what went on in this particular redneck state, they won't see Choker Fest no more. Choker Fest won't be welcome there. And if they are, then there must be some real money that was made this weekend because it was nuts. So anyway, Tasters, um, I think I'm just going to end it here. You know, I guess you could call that pretty much a short stay. But yeah, I want to know your opinion. Talk to me, Tasters. What's the wildest public event that you've ever attended? Um, my taste is how many of you all are soaker junkies? Have any of you all been to any wild carnivals? What is your wildest carnival experience? Have you ever been to a fete where, you know, maybe you was in the cut doing that? Look, did you end up on your knees? Were men pouring things down your throat besides champagne? <laughs> You know, like I said, I've seen some wild things in my lifetime. I've been, but again, it was stuff that was like kind of in the cut. Or if it went down, it was because it was supposed to go down. It was registered, certified to go down. Not, I thought that I was going on a getaway with a group and all of a sudden everybody busting it wide open. I I've I never experienced that. But Texas, I want to know, would that turn you on? I feel like I got tasters listening to this where that would actually be the um, highlight for them to go on a getaway on a group trip with a bunch of people thinking that you were just going to have a good time and turn up a little bit and, you know, possibly end up getting your dick sucked. Let me know, tasters. (laughs) How would that make you feel? What about my lady tasters? Would you feel good thinking that you were just going on a trip to have a little fun and flirt a little bit and get your ass slapped and maybe do a little twerking and, you know, end up with your legs spread out with a couple of women just chewing you down? Would that be a, a great life experience for you? I want to know. Tell me. <laughs> and, um,. Do I have a boy Have ever, ever, Or I know you fucking lying. You know what my I know you fucking lying is the, the imagery from Choker Fest. So that's what I want you to do. Um, I want you to all, if you can, put two and two together and figure out what Choker Fest really is. And see if you can go on Twitter or do the hashtag and see some of the things that went on. And you tell me, tasters, how do you feel about the imagery? Do you feel like these are moments that everyone should... Just say, hey, it was a good time. You know, such is like, we are young. Or do you feel like every motherfucker that you saw in the video should be ashamed of themselves? <laughs> Let me know, tasters. But um, it's not going to deter me from partying like a rock star, going to sets You know, I'm entertaining the idea of Grenada this year. Um, My cousin, Dr. Buttercup md silky slim is got some things coming up that i might want to jump on but um i intend to jump on a plane have a good time what i have no intentions of jumping on is anyone's dick like i said not outside not on the road not in the streets not every, where everyone can see me. Honestly, and I thought I'd seen some of the wildest shit ever at FETS. Like I said, Miami Carnival, when I went with my Carnival Bay years ago, we saw shit where it was like, whoa, wow, wowsy. Look, we had the chance to wrap a face. And nobody was necking and nobody's dick was out. And then there was no twat showing it. And we still nuts to us. So I don't think I could have handled fest I, Like I said, I think I would have been disappointed because I don't be out looking for that type of shit. I sometimes feel like, Maybe I'm being judgmental or prudish. When you see people get explosively sexual like that and it wasn't, that wasn't the plan, that's not what was tacked to the board or the bulletin regarding an event and you just really just go nuts, like just go ham, X-rated. I feel like those people are like either sexually repressed Or they just don't get outside too much. Or when they do get outside, you got people that just don't know how to act. You know, like I said, I fell out with a family member who, according to her, if you ain't super drunk and falling down and got your ass shaking and trying to do handstands, you ain't lit. You know, maybe that's what it is. I'm just not lit. I thought that I was lit Belafonte. You know, I guess maybe I'm stale. I don't know. I ain't stale, damn it. I'm not still. But like I said, you ain't going to catch me with no dick down my throat. And no fet, No festival. Never. I don't care how far. I don't give a shit if it was on Mars for real. I just feel like certain things is just, it's it's out of line. And that shit that I witnessed, just that little bit of footage, I don't even care to see see anymore. But what about the Hulu documentary, Tasters? Are you looking forward to that? Are you going to give the Freak Nick documentary a chance? I don't even know when it drops. But when it drops, I'm going to talk about it. I will give a fair review. And speaking of reviews, I'm going to end it with this. I watched a movie this weekend directed by, um, you know, Lena Waithe that does The Shy. Starring Tiana Taylor called 1001. And I honestly watched it because I kept hearing, like, really bad reviews about this movie. You know I'm not gonna give everything away. But it's like one of them single mama dramas based in Harlem. Tiana Tiller is the single mother that's the star of the movie. And um it was it really dragged. It was really boring. It was kind of slow. It really didn't grab me until like the last twenty minutes. Oh my god, Taste's the last twenty minutes of this movie is when they hit you with the 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 the, the, the whammy. You know, this when they drop the brick on your head. And it's like, that's what I waited for. They should have brought this shit up in the beginning. I'd have been more into it. Put it like this. It was actually so boring. Again, it's called The Thousand and One. I fell asleep trying to get through it the first time. So when I woke up, I picked up where I left off. And um, I was really like, yo, I didn't see that coming. So give it a chance. When you get a chance, it's called The Thousand and One. It um directed by Lena Waithe who directs the shy and I was me and my cousin were laughing about that my cousin Glenn PJ that um Lena Waithe ain't gonna let nothing be happy you know you can't have no happy shit even in the shy soon as you are rooting for a character and think that something good is happening for them you know somebody ends up dead or kidnapped or molested so if you watch a thousand and one just get ready it is definitely got a wild um. Wild wow, plot twist. So, anyway, tasters, I'm going to end this here. And um, thank you again for joining me at my table. And I look forward to the next one. I got some good ones coming up. I'm going to shout out my girl, Afrocentric Life. I'm committed to giving you what you asked for because she was actually one of the only people who responded. One of my only friends, followers, tasters that responded. When I asked, what type of subject matter would you like to hear? What would you like me to explore on a Tasty Topic ep- episode? So my next episode, I'm going to give you what you requested at Afrocentric Life. Anyway, tasters, stay safe. Um, keep your mouths clean and don't let anything, no foreign objects down your throat. And beware, look up that cancer information it's supposed to, supposedly true. I, I hope to God that it ain't, but, you know, they said it ain't rumor. Some truth to it. So, as Jerry would say, take care of yourselves and each other. But I can't promise single, I don't nobody. Fan. You play with someone else. Have a time in your section. Watch me eye pass. So when you done, you could meet me on the junction. Back and I'll start. I in the bus so gosh, I am ready for.